0: Welcome to the Shooting the Cube podcast, presented by Heath Riles Barbecue,
1: with tips, tricks, and an inside book with some of the top pitmasters in the game. Now, here's your host, Heath Riles. Welcome back to Shooting the Cube. Today, of course, we're joined by my lovely wife, Candace. How are you doing today, hon? I'm good. And our good friend, Bobby T. Bob Trud, like stud, knack. You got it.
0: Finally. That's it. Finally.
1: How you doing, brother? I've only known you for, what, 20 years? Uh, 22, but who's counting? Exactly. I mean, I know I'm a better friend.
0: You're, you're not bad.
1: Candace, how are you?
0: great.
1: <laughs> hey, look, man, it's always good when we can get you to come down and see us. And, you know, you're in town this week visiting and, uh, for a little function we're having. And, uh, I just wanted to get you in, have you on the podcast yeah. and let, let everybody kind of hear your story to me. Absolutely. You know, we met years ago and I just want everybody to know who is Bob. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well.
0: Uh, born and raised in Pennsylvania, um, 53 years old. I've been in the barbecue business for, is this like a. I'm not, I'm not
1: interviewing for a date, right? It's not, I mean, it's it kind of just... sounded like the way you're pitching it, but I didn't. I know you're married to a lovely woman <laughs> oh, named Tammy amazing. that'll cut your throat. She's amazing. Uh, she'll cut my throat with a spoon, actually.
0: Yeah, with a spoon. But she's an amazing woman. Uh, no, I've been in the barbecue business for 23 years, and my, uh, I got into the barbecue business through the Barbecue Guru Company way back when uh, shotgun, Fred Perkle out of San Antonio, Texas was my mentor. He, you know, I always loved cooking. I grew up in an Italian family, loved to cook, loved to make food for the masses, got into barbecue. And we started that company and became competition guys. And just the passion rolled through that, um, worked my way up through the company, started a sauce and rub business, started a barbecue catering business. Um, teach classes all around the country, around the world. It's every aspect of my life is barbecue.
1: And it's just been an amazing journey. So would you say that uh, him being your mentor, Shotgun Fred, he's kind of got you into the barbecue arena, I guess?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that I didn't realize what barbecue was uh, as far as an industry until I met Fred. And, um, you know, we realized there was a market for product and product we were building temperature controls. And it really opened my eyes to a whole new world of, you know, this, this barbecue industry. I had no idea. It was so huge. So it was really nice to kind of build this product, introduce it to people, um, have people look at it and say, oh yeah, we can use this. And... You know, it was just shocking to me that it was so broad. um, And it's been growing ever since. And it's just really nice to be in. So,
2: Do you think that it was kind of a new world to you just because, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I don't feel like barbecue is as big up in Philadelphia like it is down here in the South. Absolutely.
0: So, when you know, if you said the word barbecue to me at, Um, 10 years old, 12 years old, I think of hot dogs and hamburgers. I think of burnt chicken. I think of the Weber kettle. You know, my dad would have a Weber kettle in the backyard. But we also had a little gas grill. Um, My first experience cooking outdoors, I was seven years old. And I heard my dad and my grandfather talking about cooking, we called crayfish in the north, crawfish. They were just stream, in streams, freshwater streams. And my grandfather was telling my dad that you cook crayfish in a coffee can. So we got home from my grandfather's. I opened up a coffee can, popped it open, it was old metal cans, you know, took took the top off, dumped all the coffee in the trash, cleaned it out, filled it with water, built a little wood fire in the backyard, stole the matches out of my parents' drawer, and went down to the stream, caught some crayfish and started cooking them and eating them. And my dad came home and he's like, What the hell are you doing? I stole matches. I dumped out the whole freaking pot or can of coffee and I'm cooking crayfish in the backyard. But he was like, I'm kind of proud of him for doing this, you know, at the same time. Um, And that was where my love for cooking started. But then I had this Italian background from my mother's side of the family that was just, the church was across the street from my grandmother's house. We had great aunts and uncles in one big square block. So people filtered in after church. 30, 40, 50, 60 people. And my grandmother was always prepared with all kinds of food. And I would sit there and help her because it meant I missed church. Right? I had to miss church to cook. So that was my excuse.
1: (laughs) That was your excuse helping your grandmother? Yeah. Well, I'm uh, sure how old were you then, though?
0: Well, uh, probably anywhere from like 8 to 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I wasn't really paying attention to church anyway. Yeah, that's but right. I paid more attention to cooking.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. And so is that, between your grandmother, that feeling you kind of got with her and helping her, that kind of maybe fueled some of the catering side that y'all do now? Oh, absolutely. You know, feeding the masses. Absolutely. And so, you know, you have your own line of barbecue products and now pizza products. Yes. So what was the turning point to, to, for you to just to say, you know what, I need a barbecue rub to market? Or what was the, it was the barbecue rub was the first thing he brought the, what, having a nice day uh, rub. Having <laughs> a nice day. Having a nice day. Having a barbecue. Having, a, bar- B- a, having B- a barbecue.
0: Having a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was barbecue Bob. So Fred kind of said, all right, you're barbecue Bob, right? There was probably 30 other barbecue Bobs already out there. But um, he was shocked oh. on Fred. And he was like, you're, you're my sidekick, barbecue Bob. So I just went with the barbecue Bob thing. When we started catering in 2011, my wife was, like, trying to come up with fun names for a barbecue catering company. And she's like, well, we always say we're having a barbecue. Come over. We're having a barbecue. So that's where she came up with the... Having a barbecue. Having a barbecue. Barbecue, <laughs> barbecue Bob's. Have, having a barbecue. Having a nice day. You know? Having a nice day. <laughs> <Have> <laughs> whatever. Having a nice you, day. Whatever. Um, so that worked for a while. We've transitioned since then. We're Bob Trodneck brand. and um, But it, it was... It stuck. And people remembered it. And, you know, we did really well catering through the years. We're still catering. It's still an aspect of our business along with the sauce and seasonings. But my first product was actually a barbecue sauce. It was was Barbecue Bob's original sauce. And I came up with the recipe, got it to a co-packer. He made me like 10 cases. And I was on my way to the World Food Championship in Vegas, 2013. And I said, just get me like one case so I can bring it with me. So I can try it. And he got it to me in time. I put it on my ribs. And I got first place in ribs. And then I knew I was I was hooked. Like, okay, let's start making a whole line of products. You know, I was just super excited that something I created kind of related to other people. And they enjoyed it.
1: I understand that feeling.
0: Yeah. Of course you do. So that's where it all started.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, and, and now... Um, You've been in the business how long?
0: So, yeah, it was 24, 25 years. And from so the you, very start, like but even before the sauce and season, yeah. just in the barbecue industry.
1: And so, now how long have you been w- basically your own boss? You kind of broke away from Yeah, the yeah, yeah.
0: So, we parted ways. Um, it's been almost two years. Almost two years. So, it's kind of in its infancy.
1: Well, you're into that that two-year, you've been traveling a lot and running the roads and all that, and I remember those days. I know you and Mo, y'all teach a lot of classes, and how many of those classes have y'all taught together? Oh,
0: God. I think our first class we taught together was in, believe it or not, in Germany. And we were in a big old warehouse, and they were a barbecue distributor for all kinds of, like, Meadow Creek products and sauces and seasonings, and we went over to to do a contest. It was a 117-team contest. And they said, while you're over here, why don't you and Mo do a class and we had the place packed and you know we knew what we were talking about but we weren't organized as teachers but we kind of let it go and just our camaraderie together everybody recognized that and they had a blast and we had a blast and we knew we had a good thing going so from there from that start we just we try to do as many as we can a year I can't even tell you how many we've done because we've done a lot of corporate classes and Individual classes, Well over 100, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's a lot of educating barbecue people absolutely, is what I yeah. like
0: to say. Absolutely.
1: Making the world a better place. So going back to your rubs and stuff like that, so tell us a little bit about what all you have and how you went from barbecue to pizza.
0: Yeah. Um, well, pizza was always on my mind. The Italian side was always there. Even before I got into the barbecue industry, um, I was making wine i was making beer i was making mustards Why have i never
2: had this one
0: i haven't made it since like so my daughter's 23 i, to I probably haven't up. made it since maddie was two. Oh wow because my wife's like okay we need room for like diapers and stuff so you can't have like vats of wine and beer in closets in our house so it's that's how long it's been oh okay yeah All right. but i started out making beer and wine making mustards making hot sauces i had a whole line of hot sauces that i would like sit on the computer and make labels and name them after my, you know, daughter or me or, you know, whatever I could think of. And, um, pepper jams. I just, I did it all the time. Cordials.
2: So we have this jar that's 20 bucks. Heath has to put in
0: every time his phone
2: ring. Did y'all hear it?
1: Mm, well, that's 20. Cause there's one phone call. Every time a phone See, rings, rude, we that? get 20 bucks.
0: Um, So I was just, everything I could make, I would make. Even cordials, like uh, Irish creams, things like that. And I would put it in little baskets for people for Christmas, and they would love it. And they're like, why aren't you selling this? I just wasn't ready. So then when I saw the chance, after I was in the barbecue industry for a while, and I saw the chance to actually do something commercially, I jumped at it. Um, I started with the sauce. Then I made my first rub, called it Alpha Rub, being the first. Just a very general, basic, um, good quality barbecue rub that was well-balanced for chicken, for pork, ribs, you know, things like that. Um, And then just kind of went from there. And, you know, I think my line is very uh, simply put to the customer. I have a seven bones beef rub. I have a steak and burger. I have a wing sauce. You know, I don't think there was a lot of people doing wing sauces in the barbecue industry before I came out with Mighty Mitch's wing sauce. But I was named after my son, Mitch, who just would eat hot sauce on everything. And he just wanted to have, he's like, Dad, we need to make a wing sauce. So we start playing around in the kitchen, adding this, adding that. When he said it was good, that's when I let everybody else try it. We did a couple more tweaks, brought it to market.
1: Really? Really? Um, That's one of our favorite products of yours, believe it or not. Thank you. We Appreciate love the wing that. sauce.
0: Yeah, it sells really well. People love it. And then, you know, I was trying and to I be. I take and
1: add a lot of stuff to it.
0: But you don't. I like it. What do you add to it, wings? No, wings. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Wings.
1: Okay, you got me, man. You got me. You got me. Um,
0: and then it's really, you know, when I come out with a new product, it's based on what, um, not only what we like as a family or a group, of friends, but, you know, what makes sense to the general public? What do 9 out of 10 people want? That's the way I think. And then when I came out, I always wanted a barbecue or a pizza seasoning. So for years and years and years, I said to my wife, I'm going to come out with a pizza seasoning. She's like, well, what's a pizza seasoning? And I said, you know, you walk into a pizza place and they have a whole tray full of oregano, Mm -hmm. salt, pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, red pepper flake, cheese, all that's crap. It's like, why do I want to put 15 things on my pizza when it can all be in one shaker? And then I started developing that. And I knew it was just simple but delicious. And when you crack that open, like, to me, that's like walking into a pizzeria in the middle of Italy. Or I like
1: Europe. it. Your pizza seasoning is really good. Thank you. Thank
0: you. So, yeah, I have the, I have the pizza dry pack dough mix. I have the pizza sauce. I have the pizza seasoning. And I'm working on a new product.
1: So, what new product are you working on? You want to say? I don't know if I want to say.
2: Well, is it going to go with the barbecue or the pizza? It's going to okay. be on the pizza side. It's going to be on the pizza side. At least tell us that.
0: It's yeah. going to be on the pizza side. Okay. And it's going to be friggin' delicious. It already is delicious. I already have the first samples made. And uh, I just don't want to say what it is yet.
1: I think I've. I had it before? You may have. I think I did. I'm not sure. And we tested it at Memphis and May or something, or did you? Um, what you put on that pizza at Memphis and May? No.
0: I told you it was that, but it wasn't. He lied. I lied. See, you owe $20 in the jar now. That's fine. No, huh? that's a different jar. We don't have that oh, jar. Oh, I made pizza at Memphis and May. Yeah, you're going to make pizza again Did this you like year? the pizza at Memphis and May? Did you have pizza? I think I, like. Don't say no.
2: No, I think I did get, like, one piece. You only got one slice? I think I only got
0: there one slice. There was a slice. lot. You had a lot of people there. And yeah. they were all
1: standing in line. This year, we're going to do pizza a little bit different. We need to get a, a bigger alpha oven or yeah. get them to send us another one. We will have two, mm-hmm. and we can run dual pizzas.
2: Right. I think that you did it on a night that we left a little early is what happened. Well, we had, like, and we had
1: responsibility, you started right? It, it was literally the, the night evening. of turn yeah, yeah, we need to do that another night. We yeah, I think we, we left night. a little early right.
2: because we were, cause he had to be back so early the next morning. So yeah. right. I think that's what happened. But I think I did get one slice. It was
1: good. The people who had it loved it. So, you cooking with us at Memphis again this year? Yes. And we're going to finish off at wings and at beef, y'all. You got a perfect score last time. I did, in wings and beef. In wings and beef. But
0: we didn't fall first. We we kind of, like, the whatever that, however they do that coin toss. Yeah, it's the
1: coin flip and the computer thing generated. Yeah, on.
0: but we did tie. We had perfect scores in both categories. And I did finish those wings in the pizza oven. Yeah. They were, like, super crispy. So,
2: that's kind of how, back to that, how we kind of became friends with you, really. I know that... Y- you guys had talked before that, but, or maybe that's just how I became friends with you. But, you know, he's kind of invited you like, Hey, why don't you come to Memphis in May? And yeah, you actually
0: did work for yeah. guru and I yeah, did some yeah. guru part. Well, something. you would call me all the time. Yeah. Kind of like, sense. that's how I met Mo too, is he would yeah, call me right. a barbecue guru. Well, there was a certain point where like, I wasn't answering phones anymore, but everybody would still call for me. And then people would get upset that I wasn't on the phone. I was in a meeting or discussing, you know. R&D or, like, something maybe a little more important. But um, a lot of people were like, well, I want to talk to Bob. And then I wasn't on that phone anymore, so I'd have to call back. But I think you and I officially, like, had some time together in, was it Orange Beach, Alabama?
1: It may have been. The World Food, maybe? Yeah, World Food Championship.
0: And I had supplied all of the – Gurus for the – For the – There was, like – Deep South Cookers, right? Yeah, the Deep South Cookers. We I cooked on a pink There color. was a woman's challenge where all these yep. female pitmasters were kicking ass down there, and they're all using temperature controls on their um, yeah. deep souths. Yes. So we. I remember that. So you said you need to come to Memphis.
1: <laughs> yeah, I Let's did, and I ended up calling you on the phone after that, and you come and yeah. uh, and cook with us, and you've been cooking with us every year since. Yeah. And probably, what year was that? I don't know. Is that 2013, 20? No, that was 2014. It's probably been
0: seven years or so. It's
1: been a good bit.
0: Yeah, I think my first year with you was the Ice Luge. Oh, gosh! Oh jeez.
1: Yeah, I used to. Oh, do a remember? remember? To <laughs> I mean, yeah. we're a lot of people. I used to do a little bit of partying at Memphis in May. Just yeah, a little bit, yeah. Just, just a little bit. Yeah. Maybe some Ice Luges. <laughs> I mean, bartenders. Yeah. I don't think, There's been a lot
2: of. I feel like COVID. Might have canceled out the ice lose thing. I don't know.
0: We, I think we stopped it before COVID. Oh, yeah, but I'm like, just saying, okay, like. That's <laughs> bullshit. Let's cook. <laughs> well, I, well,
1: I think. We get all these people out right. of our booth. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it was. It's
0: been, we have, we'd had a ton of years together and just had a great time. I've learned a lot from you. I always learn, right? You all, everybody learns. From every, everybody. Right. And it's just been a blessing being with you guys and learning from you and, you know, Hanging out with you and having this friendship, it's been awesome.
1: Thank you. Well, so, so tell me, what's been one of the the craziest moments at Memphis in oh. May you've witnessed so far? So let's just—it ain't got to be about our team if you don't want it to be. Oh anybody. gosh,
0: well that was probably a long, <laughs> probably time. the top of the that list. That was before you had a team. The first year I went to Memphis was two thousand three. Dude, that was a long time. ago. I was still in high school. I was just—I was here selling. I was at Memphis in May just introducing Barbecue Guru products with Fred.
1: And that was probably the wildest year you he was here? Well,
0: let's just say there was a lot of beads. <laughs> and there was a lot of... I didn't do anything weird. I, I'm a married man. I have been married for a long what time. What kind of beads? Like, you know, necklaces. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well,
1: I didn't know. I mean, you're from Philly. I'm just
0: saying I witnessed stuff. I wasn't a part of anything, right?
1: You didn't catch that, did you? No. I said, well, I didn't know you were from Philly. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, yeah, I do not know from if it Philly. was an arm, arm beads or what. What are you talking about? I don't think that's what you
2: <laughs>
0: were know. implying at all. No. Is this all going to go on? Is this going to be edited out, right? Probably no, not. No, this is all
1: on camera here, bud. <laughs> no, there were no beads or anything like that.
0: We don't do that in Philly all the time.
1: I'm going to tell you, though. Y'all really... Steak sandwiches. We need to discuss steak sandwiches in Philadelphia.
0: Like Philly cheesesteaks? Yeah. Okay. uh, Can I start this conversation? You go ahead. Because a Philly cheesesteak is shaved ribeye, right? Mm -hmm. And you can put one of three cheeses on it. Provolone, Whiz, or Cooper Sharp, in my opinion. That's it. That's it. You don't put cheddar on there. You don't put Munster. You don't put whatever the hell other cheeses you can find everywhere else in the country. That doesn't go on a cheesesteak. The only pepper that ever gets put on cheesesteak is cherry pepper. They come out of a jar. They're soaked in whatever they're soaked in, olive oil, whatever. And vinegar. Yeah. And fried onions. You can go raw and you can go fried onion, and it's got to be a good Philly roll.
1: That's it. So diced
0: onions. You do fry. mushrooms, sauteed mushrooms. Diced what?
2: Those out of a
1: onions, can, Onions, that's cheese? fried onions. That's what you're talking well, about. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's- Sauteed onions. You're not talking about- Deep fried onions. No, I'm talking about on a flat top. Yes. Yeah.
0: Cooked on a flat top and caramelized.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's it. You can't be putting bell peppers on a cheesesteak. No bell peppers. You can't be putting. Onions the-
1: and mushrooms and provolone cheese, right? You that's can't fine. To. That's fine. Well, I mean, that's what i done, and I got killed for
0: it. Are you sure you didn't put anything else on it?
1: No, but the only thing I did do different, back up. Oh, it would not provolone. No, you on that used
2: one. American cheese. I, yeah, think. I used American cheese. But, I
1: Ameri- American, but
2: he uh, said it's his version. He didn't say like. Said it was my. This is version. straight out of. Philly. I didn't. That's the only
1: thing I had at home. <laughs> right, but I just took some milk and some butter and heated up. I think you did. Threw some other in some stuff American in cheese. No, I used a different type of meat. I used sliced New York strip, really marbled up New York strip
0: because they didn't have any ribeye. Okay, and that's fine. But next time, make sure you get the ribeye first
1: before you do the video. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? i send you ribeye. If you or anybody in Philadelphia could pick out the difference, if you had a legitimate sandwich maker in Philadelphia and I mixed up the meats behind my back, right. nobody could pick it out whether it was made out right. of that New York strip or that ribeye face, both well marbled,
0: And that's fine, but here's where you went wrong.
1: Where? You told people you used New York strip. You could have said it was ribeye. Well, that just goes to my character. I ain't going <laughs> to bullshit you about it. I'm going to tell you what I found and what Costco had. They don't sell shaved ribeye. They sell shaved New York strip.
2: You didn't wash that okay. meat either. You remember that Oh, comment? my
1: God. You don't wash r- meat. Oh. Some people put their some people shaved meat that under that the sink didn't. and oh, no, rinse it off. No. You
2: have to wash Please. it, according no. to some of our commenters.
1: That's ridiculous. It's in the Bible.
2: And it's in the Bible is what <laughs> one person says. what they say. You have to wash yeah, the meat.
0: No. no, we're not washing meat. Sorry. At least not when we're cooking. Maybe when you take a shower. I mean, I wash it. a little
1: bit of hair off of it. Uh, deer meat, you know, if some hair got on it. That's or if fine. Gonna, you if you know, know, have a piece it. of
0: whole meat. If you have a piece of whole meat, like when you're deer hunting and you butcher your own deer, which I do all the time.
1: Yeah. Hopefully you'll do it this week if you can shoot straight at my farm. I can
0: shoot straight. You got a gun that
1: shoots straight? <laughs> you won't put any money on it? I cannot
0: it? wait to get in the deer stand.
1: I'm very excited. This is like. I'm not getting in with you?
0: No, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I did know where you were going with that. <laughs> I mean, sure. I might need a shoulder massage. Well, I'm sitting there waiting for a deer to come by. Um, but no, I think, yes, people from Philly are, and I've lived there a long time. Not that I was born and raised in Philly, but I've been there a very long time, and i born and raised in Pennsylvania. We're, we're particular about things, and that's fine. But I do love creative cooking. See, I'm a creative cook. I make a cumin. It may not be what... A Cuban really is, but it's my version of it, and I get that, and I understand that. But a Philly cheesesteak is almost like sacred. Yeah, you have to kind of like follow. It's kind of
1: like barbecue in the south.
0: Well, but yes. Let me ask you something. Does anybody retire and move up north? I'm sorry.
1: Does anybody retire and move up north? (sighs) No, that's that's very true. And
0: I know I'm not from a barbecue. I know I'm not from a barbecue state, but it became a passion of mine, and I learned. And I traveled, and I cook great barbecue.
1: Oh, you do. You cook great barbecue. But I'm not,
0: like, I'm not throwing, um, I'm not barbecuing Scrapple or anything. and call it a barbecue.
1: Now, so, you just brought up a good point.
0: What exactly is Scrapple? Uh, actually, nobody knows for sure. I mean, well, I'd <laughs> like a, to know. Do a, you even a, know
1: what he's talking about, Scrapple? Scrapple? I mean, I know. Kind of like I've, the mint. It's like meat, right? I mean. Kinda
2: so, it's a, Scrapple it's is. Like um, spam or something. Scrapple is like.
1: Um, Spam's good.
0: It's like Bigfoot no, it's or um, Bigfoot. The, the Loch Ness Monster. Oh. It's oh. Nobody really knows if it's real or not. No, but Scrapple is actually um, cooked down pork parts, all kinds of parts. Could be from the head, could be from, you know, scrap parts. So, hence the Scrapple.
2: Sounding more and more like spam to me. Okay.
0: So then it's, so, and I've never made it homemade. So it's cooked down pork and then... They're, they put buckwheat, they put spices, mm. and then it's formed into a in a loaf pan, and cooled. Right, so now it's now you have a loaf of this boiled meat, with wheat in it and spices. Now you cut it into sections
1: like Hulkhead cheese, and huh?
0: you pan fry it. There's a couple versions of this around the country. This is just a Pennsylvania Dutch thing. It's pan fried, so it's crispy on the outside and then a little soft on the inside. But it's um, if you like uh, like liverwurst or if you like pates or things like that, you'll love scrapple. If you don't like those things, you probably won't like grap- I don't scrapple. Scrapple,
2: like
1: right yeah. though. I mean, I like liver cheese every once in a while. I used to eat it as a kid. Yeah, so I think uh, you
0: would actually really enjoy I mean, it. Bro- if it's, I've had all of that, but it's got to be cooked properly. You can't be like throwing <laughs> it in a, like lightly cooking it in a pan. It's got to be hard, fried hard.
1: What's the craziest thing off a of hog you've ate? You ever- eyeballs? Brains? You done the brains? the brains. Brains and bread.
0: eggs? Well, I've smeared the brains on toast at a barbecue contest. No, I hadn't done that. It, still, it tastes like pork.
1: No, it's I've just, done brains and eggs plenty of times with my grandmother back when I was a kid. I was, I was dared to eat the eyeball. Oh, I've seen uh, four or five it people did. do that. It tastes we like did. pork, too. The, eyeball? the whole damn thing tastes like pork. Well, you know, there's a guy on uh, on on Boar's Night Out, uh, Joey. Uh, uh, what's Joey's uh, last name? Uh, he was in the beer business with that. Donuts. Uh, no. Uh, Joey. Joey uh, Bag I don't know. I can, Joey awesome. Strong. Joey Strong. Okay. And uh, he does it every year. It's like a tradition at Memphis. He eats, digs eyeballs out of their pig and eats it for like good yeah. luck. I mean, I only did it once and no I really have no desire to do it again.
0: I, What's
2: I, the weirdest I, thing you've ever eaten? Not pork related. Just whatever. Well,
0: on purpose. Or by accident. or Both. So when I was in Germany, I was brought to a restaurant for lunch. And they gave us cold beers, while, and I was told that the host was going to order food. I don't know if I should say this. And um, we had a couple beers, and I'm looking around, and there's, like, all kinds of, like, farm scenes and horse and buggies. And and then they bring the meal, and it's sour braten, which is, like, a shaved beef. And there's, like, um, it almost looks like Salisbury steak with, like, a gravy and potatoes and all that. And we're eating. I'm not gonna say what's like, going through my delicious. mind. Like this is delicious, but what is it? Like why is this so secret? He's calling it a secret lunch. It's horse. So it's horse meat. So we're eating horse meat. I didn't realize I was eating horse meat.
1: Oh, you've had it several times here in the U.S. I'm sure you just didn't. know I it. mean, maybe <laughs> you just maybe didn't know I did.
0: It. Maybe that was my black and blue so burger. You, that's had the had one thing that. you
2: didn't mean to eat.
0: I didn't mean to eat that. So, I okay. would not say I want to go eat horse. That's just not me. <laughs>
2: All right, so what's the one I you meant to you?
0: Um, I mean, when I was 12, I went out and shot squirrels and made my mother make squirrel stew. That's she didn't want to make not it. Not unusual.
2: Uh,
1: fried squirrel is good and great. I mean, I've
2: never had it, but.
0: So, I mean, there's probably things I've eaten. Um, I've eaten rattlesnakes.
2: Was that your phone?
1: No, it was not mine. Well, uh, what's
0: the, what's the craziest thing you've
1: ever eaten?
2: Probably nothing too out of the ordinary for me. Um, You've eaten
1: raw wagyu beef, I know. Well, that's not crazy oh, no. though. Um, I don't. Know. I ate
2: some of that weird stuff when um, we were in Austin, Texas, and Leanne took us to that restaurant. You remember? It had it was like it was like a butcher shop, but it was a oh, yeah. fancy The bone marrow. Re- bon nah, well, I ate that, but that's not. It had. Remember that whole, bon yeah, like, do board she ordered uh, oh, it had it, all kinds it had of hog, crazy. It had hog head cheese on yeah. it
1: uh it had um
2: it had all kinds of stuff some different cured meats and strange. stuff like that no. oh all i swallowed a stuff.
1: wolf spider once S- swallowed a wolf spider yeah well, you say you swallow spiders and hairs your whole life i mean it's over a mile of hair there that's was you another swallow. thing i didn't
0: intend to eat that i ate it was huge pulled it out the next morning a what
2: wait what it, i didn't actually I didn't, wait, act, wait. I didn't
0: actually swallow it It was in my mouth it Okay, that's not where my camping. mind
2: went. I was camping.
0: Yeah. No, I didn't pull it out that
2: end. <laughs> that's where my I mind. Pull. Oh no, no, There's no, camping.
1: No, <laughs> oh, it's <this story> <laughs> a lot weird. You're like,
2: well, I got no, it out the next you're morning. <laughs> like, oh,
1: okay. uh, now well, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> All right then. Yeah. I don't Moving know. on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a question. What's <laughs> yes. your uh, favorite of your own product? Which product's your favorite? Wow, what changing my the favorite did?
0: of my own product. Yeah,
2: oh. you had to pick one.
0: Interesting.
1: Nobody's life's on the line.
0: I know. I know. But I'm just saying, if I had one product. To it ain't like
1: picking between your kids, is it? <laughs> kinda. Well, it kind of is because
0: one's named after my daughter. The other one's named after my son. I would choose either one of them. And the other one's named after my wife. The bourbon sauce. So- oh, the bourbon sauce named after my wife. My bourbon sauce is really good. I've oh, I it. know it is. And good. I'm very proud of that. I use real bourbon in that. Real Kentucky bourbon in that sauce. And um, it really is one of my, fa- my favorite. I think it is my favorite. I like it. Yeah, it's really good.
1: Right, um, and so I, put that,
0: I put that on chicken. I put it on ribs. I put it on seafood, scallops, shrimp, all that stuff.
1: I ain't never tried it on Yeah, we will
0: see my bourbon sauce, Mama T's
1: bourbon sauce. So I know you're coming back to help us at Memphis in May. Yes. And then after you go home from here, I'll see you again in January. Yes. At the Wind Pigs Fly event. Absolutely. In Cape, that Cape is So much fun. So, for anybody that does not know about this event in Cape Girardeau, uh, Smoking Brothers Pellet Grills puts on this event. It's an indoor barbecue bash. Uh, and they kind of pick different team captains and stuff and pair you up with veterans. of It might be firefighters. It might be paramedics. It might be nurses. It might an army. It might be nurses. Uh, I had Marine vedics, uh, medics with me. I had medics. Army veterans. And uh, firefighters. Yeah. Uh, and so, anyway, all kind of first responders cool. up in there. Yep. And uh, raising money. And uh, last year, our team won it. Yes, you did. And. Um, I heard you cheated. I didn't cheat. How hey, you cheat? It's a fundraiser. Oh, that's true. I, I mean, people I People drop you're... money to sample your food. <laughs> I mean. I heard you were coaxing them with something. No? No, uh, you got to be creative. It's a fundraiser. <laughs> I mean, that's where all y'all need to learn that you got to be creative.
0: You're right. You're right. No, you want fair and square.
1: I mean, but we had, they paired us up with the Marine, Marine medics and, uh, and things like that. And it, it it's just a, a cool black, a cool event to be in Absolutely. January yeah. in the ice cold yeah. to be cooking on the inside cooking indoors. Yeah.
0: Super cool. Was- uh, met a lot of great people. I can't wait to do it again. I'm going to bring my daughter this year. I think Mo's coming.
1: Yeah, and I, I think Candace is going to go this year, and I'm carrying a couple other people. Nice. I've got, actually, uh, Jake, you know, barbecue with Big Jake. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Jake, a young yeah. Young guy on TikTok, you know. Yep, yeah. And uh, he's coming with us. Awesome. Uh, and so trying to get him out there more, he's wanting to do a few things, so I invited him out. It, it should fantastic. be a really good, good event, though. That's I'm really great. looking forward to it. Good. So have you thought about or seen any of this stuff going on in Memphis in May? You know,
0: I just actually heard about all the – drama yesterday so i haven't really had a chance to catch up with everything
1: i mean especially just two groups or another group now trying to do something downtown versus um you know memphis and may being held at liberty park now because you know same time same uh, same time and i don't i don't know what's going to work out and how it's going to play out you know they're still waiting to announce stuff and do and yeah, and go. So who who knows what will uh, happen with all that? Interesting. Me anxious to see and uh, yeah, and see how it plays out. Right now, I'm going to Memphis in May, so I guess so am I. We'll, we'll see how that works. Yep. So sounds good. What other big plans do you have in 2024?
0: Um, I have a few products coming out. Um, like I said, I don't really want to talk about them yet. And um, but I'm working on two or three new products.
1: Um, just, well, is it two or three?
0: Well, it's really ten. But my wife says it's got to be two or three, so it's two or three.
1: (laughs) You sound like me now.
0: (laughs) Um, Most likely two. Most likely two products. Um, One on the barbecue side, one on the pizza side. And just, you know, really, you know, hitting the pavement, trying to get the products out into the grocery world and, you know, grow that part of the business. Um, You know, tweaking the catering into more corporate jobs. Doing more classes, traveling more places, and spreading the love of barbecue through, you know, like I said, through classes, through demos, through, you know, all of that. Um,
2: anywhere super cool that you're traveling that you know of yet?
0: Um, anywhere super cool that I'm traveling? Well, Mo, Mo's got some fun stuff that he's got in his plate. Yeah. That I'm coming along with him on. So, you should have Mo on, and then he can talk about that. But I think cool, we will. There's some cool stuff. There's good. some really cool stuff. So you're
2: stuff. saying he's cooler than you? Um, No,
0: he's just cool in a different way. He's cool I'm Midwest. I'm cool Philly. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I guess I am a little cooler. No, I'm kidding. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Here we go talking about football again. <laughs> go Birds. <sighs> I mean, uh, Philly is looking good this year. I mean, they do look pretty good. I mean, they're not the We're Chiefs. winning games.
0: I'm not going to say we look good. We're winning games. That's right.
1: Most. I games. mean, I'm not a huge NFL person. I watch some NFL ball, but I would much rather watch college ball. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that game the other night was a little, you know, the Alabama-Georgia game, that was a little wild. Yeah. I, I wish I got to see it. That's the SEC for you, though, baby. Yeah, it is. Exactly. <laughs> you got it. You don't never know what's going to happen. That's right. That's right. Well, it's always good when you are in town and you uh, yeah, were absolutely. able to catch up and see yeah. you and all that. And uh, really looking forward to the next few days of hanging out. Oh, and, we're going to have a uh, great time. Going little, do a little deer hunting, maybe. Wife. I tried to bring
0: my wife. She was going to come with me. She's not here? No. 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 I, well, I found said you. <laughs>
2: was...
0: It's yeah. not my fault.
2: I thought she, she was came. supposed to come
0: with me, and then things got. Things are crazy. She is like the rock of our family. Well, I
2: did not know she did
1: business. not come. I just figured and, she was at the
2: hotel or something.
0: Yeah, I wish.
2: Oh, okay. Well, never mind.
0: So she's not going to be here, but
2: I'll get her
0: here next year.
1: We love you, Tammy. We miss you. Sure we she want feels you here. Guilty for not coming.
2: Oh well. I mean, well, <laughs> things happen. We yes. understand.
1: Yeah. Well, look, man. It's always good to see you. Always good to catch up and shoot the Q with you. Absolutely. And we appreciate you joining us for another episode. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh yeah. We'll see everybody next week with another episode of Shooting the Cue.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Shooting the Cue podcast. If you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, please feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels or through our website. Don't forget to subscribe to our
1: podcast on your favorite platform. Leave us a review if you enjoyed the show. Until next time, keep shooting the cue.